Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Kelly Callahan. Kelly is a member of the National Junior College Athletic Association Hall of Fame. She was a four-time Collegiate All-American and Academic All-American at Cal State University Fresno and Erie Community College. Kelly was also named the Collegiate and Rookie Player of the Year back in 1999. Kelly, I want to thank you for joining myself and Coach K. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, Kelly, why don't you talk and tell the Above180.com and Storm Collegiate Spotlight listeners a little bit about yourself and your game and really just a little bit about yourself. I grew up in central New York in the Syracuse area and pretty much bowled since I was young, five, six years old. I joined my first league and um, my parents were both bowlers and my grandparents. And so I kind of had it in my blood. I went to Ritger camp when I was younger. Um, and then as I got closer to um, college, I bowled in high school. I, I I was lucky enough to bowl with my sisters, Karen and Christy, their twins. And we won the state championship in New York uh, for high school bowling. So that was pretty cool going into college. And then I started at Erie Community College in 1995 and bowled there two years. Both years there, we won the junior college championship. And then... Um, from ECC, I transferred to Fresno State. There was kind of a connection between the coaches um, at ECC and Fresno, and so um, packed up my stuff and and headed out there. I didn't, um, you know, I have a degree in civil engineering. I didn't really think much about engineering until my last semester at junior college. So um, it was me bowling, and that was all I was going to do for uh, my whole life. Well, you, you definitely made college bowling and and college experience, you know, as far as like an academic, uh, you, you definitely made that work for you, uh, without a doubt, Kelly. You, you were the Collegiate Rookie of the Year and Collegiate Player of the Year in the exact same year. And, you know, there's a lot of bowlers um, that do have a hard time trying to, you know, kind of assimilate, I guess, kind of go from their youth bowling. You know, they're, they're bowling just by themselves. There's not much team atmosphere when when you're a young player and then to just jump right into college bowling and excel like you did you know how'd you how'd you do that I mean a lot of people struggle with that how did how did, how did that work for you just right from the get-go and uh, and you become collegiate rookie and player of the year just right off the bat I'd like to say that there's a little bit of luck in there but also as I'm trying to rack my brain you know that was almost 20 years ago and I have a time remembering yesterday <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you know I remember with my studies, always having my books with me whenever we traveled, and if I could find time um, to study, I was doing that. But um, one thing that's really true in the business world is, um, you know, keep your friends close and and your enemies closer. And I and I think that I made pretty good friends with my teachers. Not that my professors were enemies per se, but um, if you kind of butter up to them a little bit and go to their office hours and show that you're interested, 
when you're going to ask them for time off or you're going to miss an exam, um, just because of that relationship that you might have with them, they might be more willing to accommodate your schedule, accommodate the bowling trip that you might have to take. Not that I'm telling people to kiss butt or anything like that, but, you know, relationships do help. And I do remember going to office hours and visiting and getting to, to know my my professors. So I think that really helped quite a bit too. So Kelly, what advice would you have for young bowlers? We have a lot of, you know, people in high school listening to these shows. What advice would you have for them to, uh, to get into a good college and, you know, to find that school that fits for them both academically and bowling wise? I would, I would say as far as advice for that, just, you know, be, be persistent. If you may not get into the school that you like one time, try, try again next year. If that's something that you can wait, you know, make phone calls, ask how, how can I, um, improve? What do you need me to be doing maybe in my junior or senior year so that I can get, you know, the the grades or the GPA that I need to, to get into school and be accepted. I think a lot of, um, a lot of the schools at the time when I was going, you know, the coaches um, really pushed hard with the admissions folks for for players that they really wanted to be on their team. Uh, so, again, you know, the importance of those relationships and discussions that you have with the coaches prior to identifying the school that you'd like to, to go to. There's definitely something, you know, to be said, as far as your experience as a college bowler, you know, a lot of it's going to depend upon uh, the coaching staff because you do spend, I mean, a lot of time with them, you know, on the lanes and throughout the week during, you know, during practice and at the tournaments and stuff like that. And, and I think he was Kerm Helmer. Was he uh, one of your, was he your, your head coach there at Erie? Or? He was there at Erie. Yes. Uh-huh. And what a, what, a, what a neat person he was. Did, was he the, the part of the reason that you, uh, decided to go to Erie? He was um, just a fantastic guy overall. I mean, he he was a great coach. He kept us in line. But, yeah, when I was um, when I was bowling in high school, they had, you know, youth bowler stores and these sorts of things. So he and a couple of the assistant coaches sometimes would go and watch those. And so I met them while I was actually still bowling in college and just kind of kept that connection going during my senior year, um, at least talking to him, asking about the program, um, what's the traveling like, and those sorts of things. And then um, applied at Erie and started there in 95. So, you know, it was, uh, I, I remember the term, it's hard for me to talk about him because he was, he was just such a such a great guy. I don't know what else to say about him. He took care of us. I lived at his home. He had a um, split duplex, and he lived on one side, and he had some of the bowlers uh, live on the other side, and, and it was home away from home. We had the freedom to, you know, do the stuff that he wanted, but he kept an eye. He kept an eye on his bowlers, made sure we weren't getting into too much trouble. Um, but it was a great experience there. 
So Kelly, you hit on something that you didn't um, you didn't decide on your engineering, or you didn't think about much about your engineering until your final semester. So let's talk a little bit about how women's bowling has changed over the last twenty years, and frankly, in my opinion, not for the better. Uh, you ladies only have a, you know s- some events, you know, not as many as events to showcase a lot of your skills. One of them is coming up shortly here, the Queens. But um, just talk about how you said yeah. when you you just wanted to bowl, 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 and then reality has to sink in that wow there's really not that much stuff for me to bowl anymore and make a make a living and i need to to Mm -hmm. use my degree that i'm going to go you know what do i want to do so to speak so when that reality sets in how how does that work and then how do you balance it because you still love bowling you know you can tell tell by looking at your resume here you still love to bowl and you compete as much as you can but you know you still have to do something as well to to um you know to make ends meet i was always pretty okay at at math and science in school, and I didn't really enjoy those uh, psychology type social sciences courses as I was going through my general ed at Erie. And a friend suggested that um, maybe I try an intro to engineering class. So that's what I did my last semester at Erie. Um, and then when I went to Fresno State, my degree was in civil engineering. And um, yeah, I was really, when I went to Fresno State, just into the bowling, I didn't spend a lot of time in the engineering building until maybe my senior semester, but I did do a short bout on the ladies' tour in 2001, and that was a real learning experience for me. So I started a job in January of 2001 at, at an engineering firm, my current company, Corolla Engineers, and they asked me, um, they gave me a leave of absence for six months to go bowling. So I worked there four months and then I went on tour and that was just, it was unbelievable. It was travel. It was meeting new people. It was bowling. And most of the time, you know, not doing so great. I don't even remember the statistics. I made a handful of cuts and, and ended up over the entire swing, um, losing about $4,000, which isn't too bad. But still, it was just really mentally grueling and challenging. And and after tour was over in the fall, they hadn't hired my position back at the engineering company. So I went back and they hadn't hired anyone to fill my position. So I went back and got back into engineering. And that's where I've been ever since. And I like to tell people, you know, it it was great. It was my dream um, to be on tour and ever since I was a young kid to do something like that and, and I got to do it and maybe it wasn't, you know, for me exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, but just so grateful that I had a degree to, to fall back on and, and, a and a job where I could go and have a sick day and still get paid for it. And, and on tour, you can't be sick because if you're sick, you don't make money that week. So, um, it was just it was it was an eye opener for me. If I wanted to continue on tour, I would. I, I'm pretty certain I would have had to quit my job completely and devote, you know, every hour of the day to to bowling and getting better. And not that that's something I didn't want to do, but it was nice having a, having another job, another option. Maybe I'll say. Well, how how cool is that that that, that they were actually. You said you worked for them for just four months, and then they gave you a six-month 
leave. I mean, there's not a lot of places that would that would be willing to work with you know a, a new hire like that. So that's that's pretty incredible. I can see why you stuck with him so long. And I maybe it was you know in my interview when I when I went for the job, I talked a lot about bowling and my experience um, in college and the team atmosphere and these sorts of things, which are all skills that apply directly to any type of job every day. I mean, you've got to learn how to work in teams. You've got to learn how to work with people that are different from you. But in my interview, I was kind of like, well, you know, I've always wanted to bowl on tour and it starts in April. You think I could go bowling for a few months? Like who goes into an interview and just asks for time off? I did that. <laughs> it worked out. out. That's okay. the amazing part. Sometimes you just have to ask and, you know, if the answer is no, that's okay too. Hey, last question I have for you too, Kelly. Um, now, some of our listeners may or may not know, but they, I'm quite sure many of them recognize um, your husband's name, Jim Callahan. Now, he's one of the best tour reps um, that, that, that there are out there um, working with all the professional bowlers uh, all the time. And I know he has a real good relationship. Uh, a couple of our uh, staffers, Storm and Rotor Grip, uh, uh, Dom Barrett and, and Stu Williams, just to name a, a, a couple of them. And I think you guys even went down to Australia for – for Dom's wedding recently. Um, does does Jim help you on the lanes as much when you go bowl tournaments as he does the pro staff, or you just kind of make him stay away and let you do your own thing? How does that work? I know sometimes that husband-wife, you know, relationship with the bowling and coaching can be challenging. Oh, it's challenging. You know, Jim and I met, <laughs> Jim and I met when I was on tour and I, um, I was having a grumpy day at one tournament and I think I used a, swear word or two the first time that I actually met him. So I don't really know why he wanted to come and talk to me after that. But I was so fortunate, you know, things happen for a reason. And if I didn't go on tour, I may not have met him. So I'm very, you know, grateful for for that experience, even if it didn't turn out as, as I'd hoped and thought it might when I was much younger. But yeah, he's um, Jim's a fantastic tourist. He's a great salesperson. We've got friends all over the world because of him. They really look to him. They look to him for his help, calling him, texting him all hours of the night. When you get to the question of, does he help me on the lanes as much as other tour players? You know, I, I give him a bad time about, about that. I recognize the fact that there's so many superstars on, on storm staff. And, um, you know, that that's their job day in and, and day out and that's what Storm is paying them to do. So I recognize the fact that he needs to be there and he needs to be there supporting those those players that um you know are the elite of the field. But I do you know, I give him a bad time about coming and watching me because I you know, quite frankly I, I respect the others that are there but it's that connection with Jim that I have. So I think he's the one who needs to to come talk to me. He's the one who needs to see what I'm doing and I need his help, not anyone else's. But he's only, he, he's, he's there and he sees and he's never too, too far away. So I can't, uh, you know, I get upset. I say sometimes I wish that one time I could walk into a bowling center or a bowling tournament and, and he would just be my husband and, and be there su- supporting me and not be, not be the tour rep guy, but... Um, he might need to come in disguise one time, maybe. 
it's his you. job and he needs to be there. So I'm, I'm okay with it, but he's fantastic. And it's no wonder that, you know, folks want to hear what he has to say and um, get, get help from him. Awesome stuff, Kelly. And thank you for joining us today. We're going to uh, definitely stay in touch with you. And if there's ever anything that we can do, please reach out to uh, either myself or coach K and we will, uh, we'll do our best to help you out. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's really a, a, a privilege, and I appreciate the time. Thanks.